man, I wonder if you're if you're Sean Lewis and you left that if you and you left your program. Now is his program at Kent State to take this offensive coordinator position. I wonder if he's regretting this. Like we're eight games in, and uh-huh. I and, and and I'm no longer in control of the offense that I'm in supposed to be in control of. Let's check in with Brian Howell, uh, who does a great job covering the Buffs. Uh, has been on this program before, Brian. I mean, we're we're kind of looking for answers here on on why this move, why now. Can you help us out? Uh, I'm looking for him too. I was hoping you had some. No, no, no. I mean, we just read your quotes. It doesn't, like, what we're seeing on game day for the Buffs um, and how um, upside down they are when it comes to, you know, running the football, it doesn't really match up with Sean Lewis's career, does it? No, it really doesn't. And, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, you know <laughs> their scoring average right now is, is 32.1, which yeah. is on pace to be the best by a CU team since 2001. And so you think this is the year that you switch an OC eight games in. Uh, so it seems like in a, in a lot of ways it's going well, but um, it's, it hasn't felt like it's been real smooth with Sean Lewis and Shador Sanders um, and just what they want to do and what Dion wants to do. It hasn't really been smooth. It hasn't been the Sean Lewis offense that we're used to seeing. And Shador is a, is a very different quarterback than Sean Lewis has had. He's had kind of those, those RPO quarterbacks and, you know, see fans that watched the UCLA game last week. Uh, their backup came in, Colin Schley, and had a running touchdown and some big runs. That was Sean Lewis's quarterback last year at Kent State. You know, that was Colin Schley. So uh, that's the type of guy he's had in recent years. And so Shador is not that. And so I wonder if it's just kind of Sean hasn't totally adjusted to it. Shador hasn't totally adjusted to it. And it just hasn't looked and felt comfortable all year. Mm. Brian, can the CU Buffs? Run the ball at all effectively, or do they just choose not to at all? They they can, but they just don't want to. I think they can. Mm. You know, you look at their the top two running backs. You know, Dylan Edwards averages four and a half yards of carry. Anthony Hankerson averages four point two. Those are not bad averages. You know, but they're just not doing it a lot. And they only had eleven handoffs to running backs last week, and four of them were those classic just we want to get off the field type handoffs. You know, where it's third and 18 you're just trying to you know get a couple yards or at the end of the half things like that and so um i think they can but they haven't been totally committed to it and i don't really know why they haven't done that and you know as as, as you know phil i mean offensive linemen love to run block yes uh, they love that more than pass blocking and you know i think that that's hurt this offensive line is that they haven't really been able to run block and get into that rhythm like they want to i think if they would allow them to do that I think this offensive line could look better and the running game could look better. I mean, I was taking 30 carries a game in, in, with, with Colorado, and we didn't have the strongest offensive line, but we, 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 we were dedicated to it. And no matter what, you have to have a run game. And there was a lot of those games where you would get two, three, four yards, exactly. and all of a sudden you'd hit 17, 18, or 30, right? Exactly. And so you've got to have that dedication to it in order to hit those big runs. And so um, I, I think for, for Coach Prime, I think there's a ton of trust in his son as the quarterback, and I and there should be. Shador is very good, but I think, just my opinion, I think sometimes there's too much trust mm. in that, in that you then forget about that other part of the game, the run game. Yeah, and, and I'm just wondering if there's so much trust and belief in Shador from the head coach, 
and it might be too much, as you just alluded to. And then you have the guy who's supposed to be the CEO of the offense. That's the offensive coordinator, and he might be trying to push back on some of that ultimate trust and belief and try to maybe, um, again, just kind of regain more control and consistency with the offense. And you know, could that have become problematic with his boss, Deion Sanders? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we don't know for sure, but um, that's kind of my thought is that they just weren't eye-to-eye on what they wanted to do. And I don't know um, if Sean Lewis was pushing for to, for more runs. I don't know if, if Dion wanted more runs and Sean wasn't doing it. You know, I, I don't know. It's just it's, – it's odd because, you know, Dion has talked about, hey, we need to run the football. We need to be better at it. But then they don't go out and show that commitment to it. And so is that Sean or is that the head coach? And I know enough in, ta- in covering this team over the years – and talking to offensive coordinators that have been here, that uh, you know, they don't always get to run what they want to run. The head coach has more of a say in, in what they're calling than a lot of OCs want, you know. And it's a tough job to be an OC because a lot of times you have to do what the, what the head coach wants. And I don't know if that's the case here, but that's kind of been the pattern I've seen in covering this team over the last decade. And, and we're talking with Brian Howell, who's a beat writer for the Buffs, uh, for Buff Zone, uh, Boulder Daily Camera for many years now. Brian, when did this, because we just found out about this this morning, like out of thin air, just falls out of the sky. Um, when was this change made and why now and why not, you know, during the bye week? I've got to think it happened early this week. I can't imagine they would do it on a Friday. Um, the first I heard of it was kind of late last night. Someone told me, have you heard this? And I was like, no, <laughs> I have not. And, you know, tried to find some things out last night and I couldn't find anything out. But um, I imagine that it was early this week. And um, it's interesting in that uh, there's been a couple times this year that, uh, you know, Dion has had conflicts and didn't uh, make his own radio show with Mark Johnson. And yesterday was one of them. And the coach that filled in for him was Pat Shermer. Wow. And so, <laughs> That's kind of interesting. When you look at it now, you're like, huh. How was that interview? Wow. 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 Okay. Um, I I just got to ask you, you know, this will be the last one for for me. Um, (laughs) This feels like, Brian, if this doesn't go well and they lose and it's ugly and maybe nothing's different or maybe, uh, you know, whatever, and if it doesn't go well, this this could look – like a little bit sloppy, a little bit disorganized, a little bit chaotic that you're making a change like this week over week. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think you could also look at some of the past weeks and say, well, it kind of looked chaotic anyway. You know, mm. um, you know, last week didn't look very good. Uh, the week before that, uh, the second half was obviously a disaster um, against uh, Stanford. And so um, I think there's part of that. But then there's also part of me that says there's four games left. You're not supposed to win any of them. You know, what's the harm in making this change? And um, if anything, I look at it, you know, Pat Shermer's a guy that all season now, he's been studying film. Uh, he's been watching this offense, giving a lot of advice, things like that. He's got a different set of eyes and maybe a different viewpoint on how to run things. And maybe that sparks things. And, and who knows, maybe he's got a better rapport with Shador than Sean Lewis does. And, and that'll be a difference. Yeah, that's interesting. So, Brian, overall, what do we need to do to, to upset or the Oregon State Beavers? you got to run the ball. Um, I, I, I don't think this team wins without running the football. and um, I don't think they have to have 200 yards rushing, but you know if you can get 120 yards rushing, which mm. would be huge for this team, just show you're willing and able to run the football, I think it's going to be massive. And then you got to kind of slow their run game. You know they, They've been known 
in recent years under Jonathan Smith as being that tough, hard-nosed team that runs the ball and plays defense. And you've got to master physicality. And um, if you don't do that, you're not going to win this football game. Yeah. All right. We will leave it there for now. We appreciate your time, as always, Brian. Uh, thanks for joining us here on The Drive. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right. There Take he goes. Care. That's Brian Howell. Uh, writes for... Uh, a couple different outlets up there and does a great job of covering that great football job. team and has for, for many years now. Um, uh, here's what I'll say, man. You can do something like this, but it, you got to get it right. 